Moncrief with Energlaze on News Talk. Now, uh, it's probably too soon to have it yet, but sooner or later, there will be some sort of uh, museum exhibition based around our experiences of the COVID pandemic. And uh, down at the Museum of Country Life in Mayo, they're preparing for that. They're asking people to donate artefacts, objects that in some sense or another, sums up their experience of the pandemic and of lockdown. Cloda Doyle is keeper of the Irish Folklore Collection at the Museum of Country Life. Afternoon, Cloda. Good afternoon, Sean. How are you? So could you give us an idea of what sorts of things you're looking for? Well, we collect ordinary everyday things in the Folklife Collection, so it's normal everyday. But normal everyday during the pandemic was quite strange and so and kind of a normal everyday object could mean a lot more things to so many people so we're trying to record how the pandemic affected people's lives but trying to record that through objects and that's a bit of a challenge because objects were the things that people didn't do much touching during COVID Mm -hmm. so objects themselves are hard to get lots of videos lots of online things but it's trying to find the the 3D objects that represented things to to people and that they'll recall. Um, so that's what we're kind of collecting. We're trying to collect what it meant to be in the pandemic and in 20 years' time, how we'll recall that through objects. Um, like this morning, I just got a donation from Alice Marr, the artist, and she had a she had one of those key rings that you could open doors with, but you didn't have to touch them or you could press buttons, you know. Yeah. So it's, just that it's that those things that will be gone and people, but they'll be evocative for her key ring will be replicated throughout and people will remember that, you know. So, um, yeah, so we're trying to record a lot of things that, um, you know, I was talking to another friend and he said that they'd had a new baby in the pandemic, but that's stress of not being able to see the parents or the grandparents not seeing the baby except through windows. That's something that, um, you know, maybe it's an ordinary casserole dish that's left on your doorstep every every day and replenished. But that's your that's your memory of the pandemic because it's an ordinary everyday object, but it's being filled and filled while you have your new baby inside, but nobody can come in and see you. So, yeah, there are so. objects that have a story attached to them, I suppose. Is, That's it, is, is yeah. Like, they can be normal every day, but it doesn't, it just means, like, you can have the obvious thing, like a, a little baby tag for a baby name tag or something in the hospital, a baby born during COVID. I, I don't know how you record some such some of the pain that is associated with the funerals that mm. happened during the COVID. And, but there will be things, objects out there that will be, reminiscent of somebody's story, but also everyone else's story that will bring back that memory. Yeah. Um, hard, no hard, even though it would be very hard. So, um, yeah, we've got a lot of things. We've got already things from the Homeschool Hub and, um, you know, the, the Mutual Ray, Mutual Cleaner, um, Mutual John sort of cards and things that children will remember maybe 20 years' time. Um, we've got objects associated with the one of my colleagues he had ran the Dublin City Marathon but of course it wasn't in Dublin it was in his 5k around Castlebar so you know he had a beanie hat that that he'd done it you know um, he'd completed the run and you know I think we also got in some flashes of ashes and uh like ashes of or holy ashes, like where it was do it yourself you picked up your own ashes and, you know it's kind of yes. just these odd things that happened and 
good to kind of keep these and and make sure that we have them and uh, yeah and like we got a book from signed by Lenny Abrahamson the scripts from normal people but because I can't really I can't really collect everyone's couch even though everyone's sitting on a couch <laughs> watching that you know? <laughs> that, is, that is true I imagine you already have a massive collection of face masks then oh yeah that's the thing of course everyone sees the face masks as the obvious things and we have PPE and we have things that you know, when distilleries changed over to, um, you know, making sanitizer instead of gin. And, you know, we have objects like that. We have a Guinness keg because Diageo, um, we asked them to donate because they took back all the Guinness kegs. And, but I think you still need to reflect that the pub's closed for so long. I think yeah. it's, it's almost shocking, like, when we think of our history, like, we only had the Good Friday, Christmas Day, <laughs> you know, and even then, and St. Patrick's Day, even years ago, was closed, but the fact that we closed the pubs for so long, I think, is almost weak. I'd love to get more things that reflect that, especially in the from smaller pubs themselves, you know, and, and objects associated with the births during COVID, mm. even if those ones are very hard. You yeah, know, it's a tricky the one, yeah. Right there. You're yeah. looking for objects that represent an absence of things in our lives. Yeah, exactly, than. that's it, yeah. And it's, it's almost like looking for the, the things that show what didn't happen, what you couldn't do. So, you know, we got a we got a an offer there the other day of a refund from Erlingus, a voucher because their flights had been cancelled. But I suppose it's all the wedding invites that had a particular date on them, and they couldn't go ahead. Maybe a few of them would show just that wedding story. And you know, so many people did things on their own. You know, like yeah. small weddings, and you know. I don't know how you, you just have to reflect all of those things. And and then maybe some of these runners, because they wore these ones out just, you know, doing their 5K. It's a normal pair of runners, but actually, you know, that's their memory of the pandemic. I, I wore these every day. I walked my 5K, you know. So, and some gardening things. Maybe there's things that people just bought at the time and said, oh, I'm doing this, you know. And that represented so many other people. So, so yeah, you're trying to look for things that are... Um, that reflected the time and, mm. you know, and there'll be no, there's so many, you know, quizzes and different things that people did, but it's not the actual quiz. It's the, is there a physical object that showed that people did the family quizzes or yeah. the bingo, you know, and I don't know if anyone stockpiled toilet roll, but it would be, the, <laughs> it would be from that stockpile. If, they, if there is people who still have some in the garage, I think we'd like some of that. If, once it's associated with the not just bought yesterday in Lidl, it was actually like associated with stockpiling it, you know. So, so yeah, like, so I think that's, um, there's some of the things, but I was just thinking, you know, I think our windowsills and what we left on our windowsills mm. on our doorsteps was really kind of poignant because in folklore that you know it's always that threshold is always from one place into another or you pass through a portal from a change of your life you know and or you're always protecting your home through the the doorsteps and the windowsills and it's almost like that element of the doorstep and the windowsill became like what you left at them what you what you the messages through the windowsills maybe somebody's you know, what you left on the doorstep for your neighbours and, you know, how these things worked, you know, a bag of groceries, the eggs, different things like that. So maybe there's things, um, maybe there are objects that people will say, yeah, that was an ordinary object, but I used to always leave this out and and for my neighbour, something like that. Yeah. yeah. 
So yeah. yeah, so it's it's kind of interesting, like because we want to collect and you want to be able to make sure that in a few years, in maybe ten years, twenty, I don't know when we'd be ready to almost look back at this time, you know. So with and have an exhibition because of the sensitivities. Yes, indeed, it, of know, course. So. Yeah. So this yeah. is kind of. Maybe in a decade's time, this might go. Ahead. Oh yeah, maybe, maybe even twenty. You know, I just don't know. I just think that there's so much hurt and pain out there that you have mm. to be so sensitive to that, but also try to record that because for some people it was just horrendous. Like you know, yeah. um, you know, not being able to say goodbye, not having an open coffin, not like all these things. How do you express such pain and hurt? Um, but, you know, and is there objects that will reflect that and that one person's object could be others, you know? But for a lot of people, I think they were stolen years. Like, you know, from my my parents, like, yeah. I think they were stolen years, you know, where they didn't get to do things they wanted. And even for other generations, like the, the Leaving Cert students who didn't do a leaving, I mean, a certificate for one of them would be great. Um, and... Um, you know, it would be amazing because um, because that's the first time I suppose the leaving set doesn't happen. It's crazy, you know. And um, and the thing is, like, if we had a certificate from one leaving set student, then that would be great because that would tell the amount of students who didn't do that. Um, yeah. And yeah, I suppose that those those people who didn't do first year and did it virtually, they missed out on the devs and whatever else, like, you know, mm. so they missed Gosh, out so much. Yeah, and and it, yeah <laughs> now, from, from, like, I suppose from that period, Tony Holohan became a, a household name. Did, name, and yeah. yeah. And again, you couldn't reflect the people sat on their couches, everyone's couches, but what they were watching was Tony Holohan. So I approached Tony Holohan around the time and asked him, you know, to donate something relevant to what he wore each night. So generally, he wore it was a very plain tie that he donated. But at least that's significant because mm. it's it's what we what we saw every night in our screens. The same with the book Normal People. I couldn't get I couldn't get the chain, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, I, so I just ended up getting the book of the script. But even then, that will just bring people back. And of course children getting vaccinated and their vaccines and you know I got my vaccine today so things like that would be important yeah, you Yes know? indeed, if people um, want to donate things to you Clodagh, how do they get in touch? Well they can get through museum.ie and um, the website and contact us and that will go through to marketing and they'll feed it through to us but you know I think it's to think of everyday things, it could be something you wore if you're a postman, something like that you had to wash every single day, you know things like that are really worn uniform that said I wash this every day to wear you know or something like that so I, I think there's plenty of items out there and I hope this will make people really think about them that they don't have to have an exact COVID um, representation of COVID like the face mask it could be the normal everyday things but they meant something to to them but also they'll be reflective of other people's lives through COVID Yeah indeed Clodagh thanks a million for talking to us today Clodagh Doyle is Keeper of the Irish Folklore Collection at the Museum of Country Life Clodagh thank you very much Thanks a million Sean Moncrief weekdays at 2pm with Anna Glaze on News Talk.